0: Well, hello friends. We got some big stuff to talk about today. And today is Wednesday. It is the 14th of September, 2014. I'm doing this kind of late in the day, so I don't know if the show will actually drop today or if it will drop uh, probably tomorrow, which is going to be th- uh, what Thursday the 14th then. So some of the stuff we're going to talk about and the main thing we're going to talk about on the show today is what's going on with the major credit card companies in this country. Kind of how all this stuff came to be, at least kind of from what I can find out. But before we do that, if you'd like to weigh in on this on this particular subject or on anything in general, the best way to contact me is through the email address which is firearmscafe at protonmail.com. It's all one word, firearmscafe at protonmail p-r-o t-o-n m-a-i-l dot com. And you can send an email, I'll write I'll excuse me, I'll read it out for you on the show, or you can record your own audio and I will play your comments on the show for you. If you go over to the website, you will find all my social media stuff. There's buttons and icons that you can click on. And it'll take you right to them. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I took off Instagram. I don't really do much with that anymore. Also, um, I do have the Rumble channel that's up and, and working over there. So we will uh, hopefully maybe be able to build that thing up as well eventually i see that youtube is probably just going to get rid of firearm content altogether there may be a swing in the pendulum sometime in the future to where it comes back to where they're not doing so much censorship there i'm stumbling over my words here but um i don't know i think it's going to get worse before it it gets better if it ever does I think, and I've voiced this opinion before, that I think that Rumble is probably the platform where I am seeing more and more people from Gun World are going over there, but also I'm seeing a lot of other kind of, I guess we'd call them maybe right-leaning or conservative, and some libertarians are starting to go over to Rumble. Rumble seems to have a good advertising platform, which, again, you, you have to be able to make money for these things to to be able to operate Rumble also is the most YouTube-like in how they're uploading stuff. Their search engine type thing isn't as good yet, but I think going forward, they'll they'll basically be able to get that sorted out. Anyway, there also is, uh, if you wanted to look at ways of supporting me in this show, there is a PayPal donation button there if you ever wanted to support it financially. Other ways, the easiest way would be to just share any links on your own social media platforms when I uh, post a thing over on Facebook or whatever. Just let your people know, oh hey, this this show might interest you. Another way to do it is uh, if you didn't want to do that or you felt kind of weird about that is just either writing in or recording your audio and send it into the show and that way we can kind of build our community back up. All right, I think that is enough of that stuff. Let's go ahead and let's jump in with what is going on with the credit card or the charge card in the case of American Express. So you may hear some papers and stuff rattling around. So I've got some notes here, and I'm not exactly sure on the dates, but I guess in general, what we'll what we'll talk about first, just so that we're everybody's on the same page, is. The um, major merchants, so Visa, MasterCard, and American Express, are applying a new code to anything that's going to come from a firearms or firearms, what do we want to say, like accessory or, or firearm related items. So things like ammunition, holsters, reloading equipment, that type of things, or if you're a brick and mortar gun store or if you're an online thing like brownells or midway or any of these other hosts of websites that are out there uh, ammo companies all these things are going to get a specific code saying that if you're that visa is going to know oh this purchase came from a or, or visa mastercard all these uh, all the companies here so right now i think the old code was for just general retail was like five, nine, nine, nine. And I could be wrong on these. And then a sporting good code was like five, nine, four, one. And I, and I don't know if maybe those are going to change over to be a different type of code or if one of those codes, so I, I could be mistaken on the actual, what the codes are. The codes what they the actual numbers are don't really matter. It's just important that they are going to do a code that will alert the credit card companies that, hey, this comes from a store that has something to do with firearms or ammunition or holsters or you know um, whatever it's going to be, any any type of uh, a thing that's associated with that. So some people would say this is going to be, and this is what I would feel is going to be a de facto registry. We're going to, well, we'll probably jump around here a little bit, but also people would say, well, why, why do they, the credit card companies have codes at at all? And what the credit card companies would say was, look, we want to know sort of what people are purchasing, kind of where they're purchasing, if there, and then we can, Tailor our card or our advertising or our reward programs to those things. So that if we see that a lots and lots of people are using our cards to buy computers or they're using it to buy gift cards or things like that, maybe we can do that in our reward programs. We can say, oh, you can earn points and then you can use those points to buy a sewing machine or you can use those points to buy a laptop, that type of thing. And that would be, you could say, okay, well, that's sort of a legitimate thing. But when we look at where is the pressure that this stuff is coming from, I think it's, it it goes back to a thing called the ESG score, which stands for like environmental, social, and governance. And this is this has to do with, to kind of really super simplify it, basically this has to do with how if you get banks and credit card companies that buy into the ESG philosophy, how they are going to go forward with who they're going to do business with. And they're going to try and do it under a, uh, for lack of a, a better term, sort of under a PC umbrella, a politically correct umbrella. So they're going to say, well, we want to do business with this company because they are socially responsible they they advocate for the environment and then they're also for fair governance well what does all that stuff mean and that's again a thing for another day or you can kind of do your own research on it but again it's ESG so look into that stuff and you'll see a, a lot of this thing sort of makes sense and unfolds so we know that uh, a lot of governments don't necessarily like people having lots of firearms most places in the world, you're really not allowed to have access to firearms the way that we are in the United States. You may be able to own one, but it has to stay at a gun club. You may be able to purchase ammunition, but maybe you're limited to 25 rounds. Or maybe you can only purchase it and, and you have to fire those at the gun club, which is very, very different than how we do things here. That's some of, some of the background stuff. Let's look at... Real quick, maybe some of the arguments that people would say, and they would say, well, this is a private company, right? These are private companies. And if they want to do these codes, they should be able to do these codes. The government isn't, it's not something that is going against the fourth amendment, like privacy laws and things like that. This is something that the company is doing and you don't have to use their product. You can use something else. But when we look at how this stuff originated, well, and even before we do that, the problem is, is that Visa, MasterCard, Amex, I know that Amex got something close to, at one point, like almost a $4 billion bailout from the government. And you, and if you think those things don't come with strings attached, you're kind of kidding yourself. Because even if they say, oh, well, maybe, you know, Sometime in the future, if you don't play ball with us, the bailouts don't come. Or maybe if you do play ball with us, we're not going to audit you as hard as we could or as often as we could in the future. Maybe you start getting audited every six months. Maybe, you know, if you don't play ball, that type of thing. But again, the main thing would be probably in bailouts because they can, the government basically has an endless supply of money and they can print it up and then they can, uh, again, bail out these companies. In theory, they pay them back. I don't know if, uh, from my information that I was able to find, I don't know if Amex ever has paid it back or not. But, you know, again, you look at, well, I was going to say, look at these car companies, but we don't want to, we want to kind of stick with uh, maybe gun world here. One of the things that happened is when this stuff was, it was, uh, I think, maybe as part of an anti-gun agenda, there is a bank called the Amalgamated bank which is I think an SEIU uh, bank which basically is a labor union bank over I think in Europe and then they sort of are started pushing this stuff of oh we want to have these these codes change and that's I think where it originally kind of came from and then the politicians in our country in America sort of got behind it and it's mostly done by Elizabeth Warren and then she had some other people that signed on with it and they sent letters to these companies urging that they kind of follow into the uh, another organization which kind of set standards it's an international organization called the ISO and let's see if I can remember uh, which stands for the International Organization for Standardization and so uh our politicians here sent are sending letters to these credit card companies who are beholden to them if they want if either they've had bailouts in the past or they want bailouts in the future, or they're they're gonna want to be allowed to do certain lending practices, that type of thing. So she sent a letter to them. I'm gonna see if I can find it here. One of the letters that Warren wrote basically was um, This was a letter that was sent to American Express, but I think they were also sent to the other credit card companies as well. It says, We write to urge American Express to support the creation of a new merchant category code, parenthetically MCC, for gun and ammunition retail outlets and to seek answers to reports that the company has obstructed efforts To create such a category which would be an important step towards ending financial system support for gun trafficking gun violence and domestic terrorism so they're couching that probably amex and some of these companies maybe said ah you know we don't know if we really want to do that at first and then when when maybe they meet a little bit of resistance then warren and some others send that letter to them basically saying oh You're not doing this. Well, if you're not doing this, then you're basically going to support gun trafficking, gun violence, gun crime and domestic terrorism. You don't want to do that, do you? Because then we're really going to have to look at you. That's the implied threat with that stuff. And again, if if we go back to like, where did these codes come from? Uh, Again, that's that amalgamated bank, which calls itself a socially responsible lender and investor. So again, we're getting back to sort of that ESG thing. So again, it's socially responsible lending and investing. Also there was from the mayor of New York City and you, you know, but he's got a lot of power and he writes in talking about the codes when there was pushback on it. He said, when you buy an airline ticket or pay for your groceries, your credit card company has a special code for those retailers. It's just common sense. That we have the same policies in place for gun and ammunition stores." You know, again, it, it comes back to that thing of the, why does the government want the retailers to have these specialized codes? And basically right now the codes say sort of where you're buying, where you're buying from, maybe the amount that you're buying or amount of items in theory, but it doesn't have a specific code, so it doesn't say you're buying a Glock nine mm or you're buying five hundred rounds of ammunition, chambered in 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 nine millimeter or ten millimeter or five five six that type of thing. Not yet, but event because look, it's easy to assign codes to stuff. It doesn't really take that much to write a program that would be able to, to kind of track and do alerts, and it would be all automated. So for right now, and again, going back to that Warren letter, where it's what they want is they want then the credit card company to monitor, and if they see, if things start popping up saying, "Oh, this person is buying x amount," well, that is "quote unquote" suspicious. And again, who defines suspicious? Who says, is it suspicious if you buy a hundred rounds of ammunition once a month? Is it suspicious if you buy a thousand rounds? If you buy there's a big sale and so you buy 6,000 rounds because that could be maybe a nice uh, store of ammo for you that where you can ride out higher prices as prices fluctuate that type of thing. A lot of times we see in the news when they raid you know quote unquote raid some horrible criminal and it turns out he has a uh, a bunker full of ammunition and he's got a you know a thousand rounds and and for those of us that shoot all the time, a thousand rounds of something is hardly anything. Uh, again, we go back to sort of my, my numbers thing. Let's say that if you were going to go to the range and you were going to shoot per month, maybe you go a couple of times or you go one time and you, one per month, and you shoot a hundred rounds, which isn't hard to do, especially let's say if you're going to, well, let's say you go to the range and you're going to shoot, again, that hundred rounds per, per month of one caliber of let's say nine millimeter, that's 1200 rounds a year that you would need. So if you wanted a five year supply, you would want to get about 6,000 rounds of ammo. And that way you could say, well, I, I can kind of buy now and cry now instead of really having to cry later or it's not available for me, but at least I have something where I can go and keep current and keep up to date on my, on my uh, practicing and on honing my skills. So, anyway, I'm sure that would be marked as suspicious. They would then call the credit card company, isn't going to call you and say, hey, what's going on? They're going to call ATF or they're going to call your local uh, police or they're going to call the FBI. And then those guys now have probable cause to either get a warrant or just to come to your house and try and do a fishing expedition. So, again, this stuff is a, it's a workaround of not only the second amendment, but of the fourth amendment, because it's, it's it's in essence, getting rid of your right to privacy. We've kind of, and again, you can kind of look some of this stuff up, and I'm just going over some, oh, uh, real, real basic stuff of and kind of basic sources, but you can, you can Google this stuff, or you can go to brave or other different online sources or search engines that are going to protect your privacy so this i'll read an article from what i'll do is i'll read an article from uh, reuters in here in a second now when this stuff first came out i think visa and i'm not sure of the timeline but when this stuff was coming out and we know again that that warren had sent this letter basically saying oh if you're pushing back on this you know you got to we're going to see that you're supporting terrorism. Visa writes, quote, we believe asking payment networks to act as a moral authority by deciding which legal goods can or cannot be purchased sets a dangerous precedent. So let's read that again one more time. Again, this is from Visa, and I think it was about... Again, I don't know how long ago they issued this. I I think it was within the last maybe uh, seven to ten days, something like that, maybe a little bit longer. We believe that asking payment networks, meaning all the credit card companies, to act as a moral authority by deciding which legal goods can or cannot be purchased sets a dangerous precedent so let's let's actually take a look at what they're saying here they're they're not saying oh we don't we we don't feel that it's right to add special codes adding a special code if there was no doesn't mean anything unless there's going to be some type of restriction or some type of Uh, We'll use the the word uh, penalty, right, to their customer or a denial of service. Because what they're saying is a moral authority by deciding which legal goods can or cannot be purchased. So what does that really mean? What that means is that Visa, when they wrote this letter, and meaning that all of these other companies, Amex and MasterCard, understands that the ultimate goal or that the next logical steps by doing this, like why would you do this unless you want a certain outcome? And they understand that that outcome will be that the networks, that them, meaning the credit card companies, are going to have to act as a moral authority and they will then say yes or no to anything that you want to buy that's firearm related. And if we go back to the ESG thing, and if and again, we look at the language that Senator Warren wrote, basically saying if you don't do this, you're supporting gun crime, gun violence, and, and domestic terrorism. Well, tie that into the ESG thing where are you socially responsible? Are are you supporting good govern uh, good governance? Meaning, are you supporting as a company pushing through things that make society better? And they would say that that you doing business and the banks that you're affiliated with doing business with gun shops and firearms and ammunition doesn't meet that ESG. It doesn't meet uh, the social and the governance aspect of that. And it probably wouldn't meet the environmental thing because they're going to say, oh, they're you know using all these dangerous chemicals and all these manufacturing processes that do not uh, comport with this ESG thing. Now, this ESG deal, they're going to end up probably calling it something else going forward. And some of you guys are familiar with this, and some of you guys may not be. It may be kind of a, a new thing. But again, in Visa's own letter that they sent, that's what they said, is that they understand where this leads that they understand that this leads to you going into Walmart or you going into so-and-so to buy uh, to buy a certain thing. And let's say if the store has no problem with selling ammo, but you go into, let's say even a place like Shoppers, right? Or Tractor Supply. I don't know if Tractor Supply sells ammo, but I know Shoppers does. Or you go to Cabela's or Bass Pro Shop and you go to use your visa to buy a few boxes of shotgun shells, it comes up as this code. It flags them on their thing and said, so that's a firearm type purchase. And they're going to say denied. And then it's going to come back to them saying, back to the retailer saying, oh, your credit, the, the, the credit card has been denied. And you're going to think, oh, am I over my limit? Or I don't know. And then if you get on the phone with them or they're saying, oh, I'm sorry, we don't we don't do those anymore. We don't do anything firearm-related at all. That's, that's where this stuff leads. Um, and, and basically, it's a way to enact gun control. It's from the government, make no mistake, but they're putting pressure on these companies. And that's sort of the definition of kind of a fascistic society is when you have private companies and the government are intertwined and they are becoming so intertwined now because the government has so much either regulatory authority over them or, like we had mentioned earlier, they gave American Express 3.x amount billion dollars in bailout. Not million, but billion. You know, not 300 million, 3 billion. And, you know, when are they going to pay that back? Who, who knows? Uh, if ever. Oh, let's see if there anything else... Um, I think we had talked about like the codes. We talked about how eventually they will be able to make the codes probably to an extent to where they'll be able to tell kind of what you're buying. Uh, Recently, if you watch one of my Rumble videos, I had bought some Ameriglo sites and I bought it from some online retailer and I used a credit card to do it. In theory, with these new codes, they would do that. So anyway you said, Oh, okay. Uh, this will be kind of the final point, And then we'll, we'll maybe kind of come to a close here. So you may say, well, it looks like then Visa is going to stand up and do what's right. And they're, they're saying, Oh, this sets a it's a bad precedent. It's, it's something that where we, if these goods are legal, we, we don't want to step in and be a barrier in between our customers and somebody else's customer. Our job is just to, uh, If it's a legal transaction, we approve it. That's that's the end of it. Maybe MasterCard and Amex, well, they're kind of the bad guys. But wait, it gets better. This is an article from, it looks like maybe September 10th, from Reuters, and it says, Payments Giants to Apply New Code Identifying Sales at U.S. Gun Stores. Visa Incorporated the World's Largest Payments Processor Set on Saturday, it will implement a new merchant category code for U.S. gun retailers, which will identify transactions at firearms stores. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, which we had mentioned earlier, approved creation of the merchant code on Friday following pressure from gun control activists who say it will help track suspicious weapon purchases. Quote, Following ISO's decision to establish a new merchant category code, Visa will proceed with next steps, while ensuring we protect all legal commerce on the Visa network in accordance with our long-standing rules, close quote, Visa said in a statement. MasterCard, Incorporated said on Friday that following ISO's approval, quote, we now turn our focus on how it will be implemented by merchants and their banks as we continue to support lawful purchases on our network while protecting the privacy and decisions of individual cardholders. Close quote. American Express said when ISO develops a new code, the company will work with third-party processors and partners on implementation. The code will show where an individual spends money, but not what items were purchased. Several top U.S. pension funds, including those for government workers in New York City and California, have submitted shareholder resolutions asking payment companies to weigh in on the issue. Again, remember we talked a little bit earlier about the Amalgamated Bank, the SEIU, which is a labor union bank. Those unions from California and New York have a lot of money and a lot of influence. And it just kind of goes on. You can... uh, kind of look up maybe just that title payments giants to apply new code identifying sales at US gun stores and it is written by and I'm going to butcher the name Mirin Mirin May Day M-R-I-N-M-A-Y first name last name Day D-E-Y so uh, again this stuff is, is crazy and what we're seeing is To kind of to sum it up, in my opinion, what we're seeing is that it is going to be a way to limit people's ability to purchase firearms and ammunition. It's going to create a de facto gun registration. Because like I said, eventually what they're going to do is they're going to be able to subcategorize these codes. And they're going to say, if you buy an AR15 if you buy a Glock handgun if you buy a Ruger 1022 if you buy a Benelli shotgun all those things are going to have very specific codes and then when the government goes to do just their standard audit let's say if oh there was never ever any suspicious activity reported but the government needs to come in through the irs with their you know those eighty-six thousand agents need to be doing something so they're going to have their automated programs that pull up everything that's a firearm and then that visa is is your visa number is connected to you which is connected to your social security which again they'll just compile all this information and they say oh well you know we're not actually having a registry list per se we just have all this information compiled and if we ever needed to go back and look and if this guy ever got convicted of a crime or was, in uh, we needed to do an investigation on him, then of course, then we could just cherry pick those things. But we would never ever in a million years have this stuff in a categorized list somewhere where we can just access it immediately at our fingertips. So anyway, I, I think this is not good. I don't know how we push back on it. Again, this is just information that I've kind of gathered from doing some basic research. But once you start kind of going in down into the rabbit hole and doing a little bit deeper dive, you see that the majority of these companies are all in bed with the government. And I don't know how you can be a company and sort of not be in bed with them or at at the, um, or whatever that expression is hand in glove or however it's it's called with the government, you are, if you're not beholden to them, you are sort of held hostage to them, especially if you're an FFL dealer. Your license comes from the government. So I I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the pushback is going to be. Without getting too political, even if the Congress and the House were to miraculously switch over and it was Republican majorities, they're not going to do anything. They won't do anything to step up because they they're not going to be the underdog. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to go too far down there. But you can't count on Republicans to do anything for us here in Gun World. So, all right. Let me know what you guys think. I would love to hear your perspective on this stuff. Tell me where I've got it wrong, uh, if if I've given out some wrong information, or if my research that what I'm seeing right now is wrong let me know. From what I can tell, everything I said is pretty accurate. You know, I have my interpretation of that stuff, but again, some of the articles, those, uh, the thing about ESG, the thing about the amalgamated bank, the thing about the, uh, what is it called? The ISO uh, out of, of, uh, I think it's out of Switzerland. The thing about the bailouts, all that stuff is sort of on record and you can find all that information so uh anyway like i said contact me send in an audio recording or send in an email and i will get it out for on the show for you guys that email address again is firearmscafe at protonmail.com all one word firearmscafe at protonmail dot lcom i am looking forward to hearing from you all right my friends i will talk to you next time oh one last thing uh, apologies for having the show um, come out. It's just it's too late for me to to do all this stuff. So this actually will come out on the I believe the fifteenth, which will be Thursday. All right, for reals. I will talk to you next time.